0: people and welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. I'm back. I'm Cherie Hardy and I missed you guys so much. I have been working hard to get our bookstore together and we finally moved into a new space and I'm so grateful. So for all of you who have prayed, who have sent words of encouragement Um, donations, but we are so grateful. We would not be here without generous people, without those prayers, without those words of encouragement. And so um, we are here, and so I kind of stepped back from the podcast for a minute, but I'm going to get right back into it as soon as I get settled into the new space. So tonight, I want to talk about healing from toxic relationships. Um, There's been, for so many reasons, there's been so many news stories where people were hurting as a result of a failed relationship or a toxic relationship, and they ended up hurting themselves and others, um, or others, Um, and this is not new. It has happened since the beginning of time. People have issues in a relationship and they will either strike out at the others or they will hurt themselves, do something to hurt themselves. And I want to try to give a word of encouragement about ways that you can heal. Healing is always a process, never something that's going to happen spontaneously or instantaneously. Healing takes time, healing takes effort, Healing takes um, the belief that you can be healed. And the thing that I really want to talk about tonight is healing can only happen when you take full ownership of your life. So um, I wanted to speak about this in love. I know and I know all of you can relate to experiencing pain from a relationship. And believe it or not, if we're really honest with ourselves, we've been on both sides of the fence of this issue. We might have been toxic and didn't realize it. And we might have dealt with people who have done bad things to us or been toxic to us. And that is because we are imperfect. God is perfect. We are imperfect. We will make mistakes. We will say the wrong thing, we will do the wrong thing. Sometimes that is malicious and intentional and sometimes it's not, but because we are human, we, we err, E-R-R, we, we we fall short, we make errors, we, you know, do the wrong thing and say the wrong thing, and even sometimes when we have the best of intentions. So um, when I say toxic people, I'm talking about people who do things to hurt others And they are not trying to make corrections. They're not trying to be better. They're not trying to grow and evolve. That's what I mean when I say toxic. Because there's a difference between a person who is flawed and they're making mistakes or they're doing something wrong in a relationship. And it's not malicious. It's not vicious. It's not... They're not intentionally trying to hurt a person. It may happen. So you do have to assess who you're dealing with, and depending on who you're dealing with, um, you you have to know how to respond. So I want to just talk about this. I'm probably going to do a several-part series, and I'm sort of just speaking from my heart. So, you know, in the news, I think everybody has probably heard, if you're looking at the national news, a woman was despondent and just upset about a relationship, and she ended up trying to commit suicide, by car by vehicle and instead of her completing her own suicide she ended up killing five people and injuring more and this is not the first time something like this has happened in recent years this is starting to happen more it's very disturbing Um, in some communities suicide was very rare among some people some demographics and now that is sort of changing and believe it or not that is truly intentional and so I just want to talk about ways you can heal. The first thing I think you have to know is that you can heal. Some people you know they seem so devastated and so hopeless that is why they end up doing something very harmful either to themselves or others or both and that is because they don't believe that healing is possible. But here's something that I learned a long time ago. If you get involved with somebody and you're and it's been toxic, it's been bad, and you're trying to heal from that, if you experienced happiness before you met that person, before you got involved, you can experience happiness again. In other words, if you were living without that person and you had good things happen to you, When that person wasn't in your life, you can experience healing and happiness again. And so the first thing you have to understand is that um, you are responsible for your life. Yes, other people will do things to you or they will try to do things to you. And, you know, you can't control other people's behavior. But what you can control is how you respond and what you let other people do. So to heal, I believe that one of the things you have to do is you have to take ownership. You have to say, "You know what? I'm the captain of this ship." And I steer the ship to the left or to the right. I I steer it to the east or to the west, or north or south. You are really the captain. And sometimes we don't feel that way. Sometimes we feel powerless. We feel like, you know, there's this force kind of making us do things or not do things. But in reality, when you take full ownership of your life, your happiness, your joy, your prosperity, your health, whatever it is in your life, once you realize that you can make it happen and you're the one, the only one that can make it happen, then your life can change. And that is hard to do. That is hard to do sometimes because yes, people can do stuff us, they can say the wrong thing or they could do the wrong thing and we'll feel like, okay I can't do anything about that but in reality, you really can and you have to let toxic people go. You don't have to stop loving them, you don't have to stop praying for them, you don't even have to stop hoping the best for them but if you want to live and you want to have peace and you want to have to have, to have joy, you cannot Surround yourself or be around people who are not trying to grow they're not trying to evolve they're not trying to get better and there are some ways you can know that and at some point i'm tonight i'm kind of just speaking from my heart and i'm probably going to do this over again and talk about it a little bit more but you have to understand that there's some people it's like okay oh i'm this way and i'm going to be this way and i've always been this way we're not supposed to be the same We're not supposed to stay the same. The way that we were at three, we're not supposed to be the same at 33 or 43 or 53 or 23 or whatever the age is. We are supposed to get better and to grow and become more mature and to become more thoughtful and more loving and more kind. And you can't make a person do that. You can hope they do it. You can pray for them. You can, you know, believe and all of that. But the bottom line is, you can only change you and you're responsible for you and that person is responsible for himself or herself and never stop praying never stop hoping but it's kind of like if I took out an arrow a bow and arrow and I tried to shoot that arrow at you my chances of shooting and hitting you if you were 100 freedom from me would be very very slim (laughs) <laughs> you know because I'm, I'm farther away but if I were right in front of you and you had that bow and arrow you would be able to just shoot me anywhere you you know wanted to shoot me I'll put you know shoot that arrow anywhere you want because I'm so close and that is one of the, the ways to heal you have to get away you have to get away I know someone and they were married they were in a bad relationship And I would never tell a person to divorce. I'm not one of those people that would say, oh, you know, you need to divorce this job, but you need to whatever, you know, but I will say I am a person that believes that when you're trying to heal and trying to um, get out of this toxic situation or heal from the toxic situation, I am a proponent of getting away. Because again, if I have that bow and arrow and you're right in front of me, I'm probably not going to miss my target. And what we know as social scientists, that we hurt the people that we're closest to. It's sad, but it's true. We may not be trying to. uh, We may not want to. We may regret that. But it will happen. And it will probably happen on both sides. You do it to somebody. They do it to you. Again, it's all about intention. A toxic person is not a person who just makes mistakes and who has a good heart and is trying to get better and is trying to grow and trying to learn. A toxic person is someone who is nasty and insensitive and not compassionate and doesn't care. And they're not trying to grow. They're not trying to get better. They're not assessing themselves. And so that is how you heal. You have to let them go. That's the first step. You got to let them go. You have to say, look, my life is my life. And I believe, you know, some people may say, Well, this doesn't matter if you say this or not, but I do think you ought to tell me, look, I don't have anything against you. I want the best for you. I hope the best for you. I'm gonna continue to pray for you. But I don't wanna keep getting shot by your arrows. I don't wanna I don't wanna deal with the pain. Life is just too hard to deal with that. I mean, life in just general is so hard, so unpredictable. And there's so much we have to do just to stay sane and to stay whole you cannot afford so healing comes number one when you realize that you determine your own happiness not another person if you put your happiness in the hands of another person you might never get happy (laughs) that's just the reality and it's sad it's nice when you can share your life with another human being and that person will love and respect you they made mistakes But you know that they really care about you and they want the best for you. But if a person does not want that and they're not trying to grow and evolve and they're just nasty and they're not trying to get better and they're not trying to change their ways and correct their mistakes, I would say they're toxic and you need to try to get away. Now, getting away, healing is so critical um, you know, for I mean, getting away is so critical for your healing. Getting away sometimes is easier said than done. Sometimes you can't just, you know, pack your stuff up and leave. Or sometimes you may be dealing with a toxic person and they're in your family or they're on your job. They're close to you. And getting away may take some time and take some strategies. And so when you dealing with them, like if it's a family member, and you've got to keep dealing with their nastiness or their, you know, their thoughtlessness. You really have to then do that inner work. In other words, inside, you have to, you can't physically get away, but mentally you have to go to a different place. You have to be in another space. And I've told this story, and this is an example of it, but when I was a teacher, you know, I remember we would have these faculty meetings at the end of the day, and I would already be exhausted. You know, I was one of those teachers that I tried to give 110%. Then we'd have this meeting after school. And usually, I don't know if it was intentional, but usually the meetings were negative, in my opinion. This is my humble opinion. And maybe people didn't have that as an intention, but it was almost like, you know, you were always being blamed for everything that went wrong and you always told what you did wrong, what you didn't do right. And so at the end of the day, I'm already tired from the job and then you have to end your day on a negative note. And I remember being in that those meetings, at a certain point I learned strategies, what I call channeling, where I would change the channel in my head. Even though I was present, I wasn't really focused on what they were saying. It took a long time but that is how you heal. If you can't get yourself physically away from a toxic person, you have to do the inner work. And I now I tell myself, my joy comes from the Lord. I'm not going to let a nasty person, a toxic person, a rude person, or whatever the case may be, I'm not going to let them bring me down because they're that way. And so you have to heal inside and you have to just fight. You know, you have to um, really resist giving in because energy is powerful you know and I I learned this from being around people with negative energy whatever's inside of you is it's what people are going to feel even if you're smiling or even if you're trying to go through the motions of doing something some people can do something but they're nasty when they do it so all that energy you feel and it's like a repellent it's like something that'll run people away and so you have to understand that Um, You have to make sure that inside of you, that you're doing the work that you need to do to heal so that you're not repelling, you know, these blessings and other things and other people that can help you heal. Another thing that you have to do is you have to learn the strategies on how to heal. And that's very, that's you know, easier said than done. There are all kinds of things that you can do for memory because if you've been in a toxic relationship, what you have is the memory of the bad things that happened. Now, your relationship may not be 100% bad. It just, you know, you might have had just some bad experiences, but you have the memory. And so, what you have to do is you have to learn how to heal those memories so that when you have a flashback of something that the person did or something that the person said, you're healed from it and you're finding the lessons from it and you're not reliving it. Because I know in my life there were times when I would have bad flashbacks and memories. It was like I would allow myself and I had to stop myself from going back and feeling all the pain and all the negativity that I felt at the moment that it originally happened. What we don't know is that our brains are powerful because we're not taught that in school. You know, we taught how to read and write and, and math and science but really, we need to be t- thinking on, on how to heal ourselves. And we need to learn therapy. And one of the things you can do is when bad memories come from bad situations, you have to learn that your mind is like a remote control. You have to choose. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to put energy on this negative experience and what this person did or didn't do. And this is something that we don't think about enough. Once something is done, It cannot be undone. The past is not something you can go back and redo. You can't reverse it. So if you were in a toxic relationship and you're trying to heal, what the mind will do sometimes is try to go back and it will constantly be thinking. And, you know, maybe you're thinking, oh, I should have done this or I could have done that. And the reality is no matter what you come up with, you still can't go back and redo it. You can't change it. So you have to deal with the present. And when you do look back, to heal, you have to say, what are the lessons that I can learn from this situation? What went wrong? What could I have done differently? But you're not looking, you're looking at it to learn, not just with regret, not just to relive the pain, not to be in a position of Victimhood, because sometimes victimhood is tricky. Sometimes you're a victim, but you can waddle with that and stay in that and never grow from that. And so you have to say, what are the lessons? Now, this may not seem like it's related, but in my business, um, you know, I was starting to reflect on, you know, some things in the business and trying to just figure out, okay, where did we go wrong? How did I get here? And what, what I realized, I, I literally took some time, and this is how you can heal i took some time to reflect i took some time to look back not to look back just to relive the negative experience and find fault but to find the lesson because if a person did something to you in a bad relationship if you let them do it you have to take ownership of that now they didn't put a gun in your head or a knife your throat or even then some people like even though they had a gun in their head and knife to their throat they still made a choice i'm not gonna be in this and i know stories like this, where people are like, I'm not taking it. But to heal, you have to find what you did wrong or what you could have done differently so that you don't make that mistake again. In other words, you have to learn from your mistakes. You have to learn from that pain. That pain has a purpose. Another way is, again, if you're dealing within a, a toxic relationship, the other person, if you allow them to mistreat you, I guarantee you they're going to try to come back. They're always going to try to come back because at the heart of it, it's really spiritual. And it's really about power. And people want to have somebody that many times they can control and dominate when they're not nurturing the right spirit within them. It's, it's about power and it's about control and people would take your kindness for weakness and they feel like okay they're you they can be with you and do anything they want to do because it's going to go unchecked and it's not going to be corrected and it's not going to it's going to be tolerated people will try to come back and that's when you have to say no you have to get away and again the farther you are the harder it is to hit you Hard is to get that bow and arrow remember the bow and arrow metaphor It's harder for you to be a target. You have to get away. And again, don't, you know, you can love people. You know, you don't have to talk about them bad. You know, you you can pray for them and hope for them, but you do have to get away to heal and you do have to sit down and reflect. Now, I only have about four or five more minutes, but I want to talk about the number one way to heal. And this is so critical for me. And, you know, my podcast is spiritual. Bad thought therapy is about transforming your thoughts to transform your life but I don't believe you can just transform your you can maybe but I believe that the way to really transform your your thoughts is to tap into spiritual energy the divine from the creator and I'm talking about the the sun the moon the creator of the sun and the moon and the planets and the stars I believe that you have to ask the creator to help you heal When you've been in a toxic relationship and you've allowed someone to mistreat you and you love them and you cared and they didn't, they didn't reciprocate that, you really and truly have to ask God to help you. Sometimes you're tired because you've been struggling to be in that relationship. Sometimes you're hurt because they've done things and you're thinking, you know, you don't deserve it, you've been nice to them, but they have been mean to you or inconsiderate to you. But I don't believe that anything good is possible without God. And I've said that before. And when I say God, I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about church. I'm not talking about a Bible or a book. All I'm talking about is you connecting with the divine creator of everything. And you turning off everything and you getting in a quiet place and you're focusing all your attention on him. Because the truth is, we cannot take our next breath without him. We can't exist without him. And I say this all the time, I refer to it as the hand of God. You know, when I've I've done things in my life and I'm in awe and I marvel, but I know that the reason why I was able to do that, it really wasn't me, it was the hand of God. And so God can heal your heart because when you pray, and basically prayer is a term for simply talking to God and listening to God. It's communicating with God. It's talking where you are pouring out your heart, you're thanking him for saving you and keeping you in the midst of it all. And it's letting him know what you need. He knows, but you articulating that, that releases cathartic, And healthy for you but it's also getting in a quiet place and just listening the voice of the lord will speak to your heart and he will tell you what to do and what not to do and i that's a prayer for healing i'll say god tell me what to do i want to have your peace i want to have your healing i want to experience your love tell me what to do and you know what he will he will speak to your heart, and he'll begin to guide you and show you what to do. And he, and when you look back, what you will also do, and this is another way to heal, this helped me so much in my personal life. I remember when I was just, I don't know, maybe going through a midlife crisis because I'm almost 60, and I was going through something, and I was just reflecting on this relationship I had for a long time. And I just started thinking about all the bad things I experienced. But it was different because I was thinking about what I allowed. I was thinking, God, I let myself be disrespected and misused and abused and all these things. And I literally, and I've talked about this before, I probably cried two or three weeks. I just kept thinking about it and waddling in that. But there was a point when God let me release, but then he reminded me, you're focused on the wrong thing. And this ties into healing. I was praying and God was showing me how I was focused on this other person. This man and what he did and didn't do. When I really should have been focused on the grace of God. You see, if you have been in a toxic relationship and you get out of that. And you still know you have your mind. And you still know that you are healthy and all right, That's who you focus on. Focus on the grace of God and his saving power and how he kept you in it all through it all and that is a way to heal we we spend a lot of time when we're trying to heal looking at what the other person did maybe they weren't faithful maybe they were cool maybe they in all of the above they could be like five different things and you thinking about that i've been there and then you start thinking well i let that happen and i remember just feeling bad but then God reminded me, yeah, you focus on what he did. Look what I did. I saved your life. You could have died in this relationship. You could have lost everything. Your mind, your money, everything. You could have lost it all. But I kept you. And that is why it goes back to connecting with God. Because your healing is going to take place when you are connected to the ultimate healer. Which is Yah Elohim, is which is Yahweh, the Hebrew. I'm using the Hebrew now for God. That is how you heal and you talk to Him early in the morning, late at night, all through the day. You know, I was not long ago. This had, was it. This year, maybe last year, I did a podcast with someone who had been addicted to drugs since she was a child up until her thirties and she was seeking healing and before she actually stopped using drugs she talked about this she would just pray all day she would pray for god to heal her mind to just just get her because she did not because her family used drugs and so everybody she was around was toxic and she was trying to get out of that she wanted something different for her life and she just celebrated i think her 60th birthday um and so beautiful person. And what it was is that it started with her talking to God. She would talk to him. She didn't know what to do. And that's that's a prayer. That's how you, you say, God, tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. And he will answer you. We go to everybody else. And I've been there. You know, you're trying to seek answers. And that's great. Because God will speak through people. He will speak through people through books, through different shows and commentary and movies but ultimately the way to heal is we must go to our creator because he knows us better than anybody else he knows the secret things he knows the deep things he knows the things that we are too afraid and too ashamed to tell to anybody and the beauty of going to god for your healing you don't have to worry about anything you say say being repeated you don't have to worry about your business being out in the street. You don't have to worry about being embarrassed or being judged or being shamed. God doesn't do any of those things because he loves you. And beloved, that is my talk on healing. There's so much I want to say that I had meant to do. Um, you Prepare for this one because I really want to do like a seven part series because there is so much to do to heal. But that's recap. Number one got to go to God and you got to seek him out with everything you have for healing and ask him what to do and how to do it and ask him to show you the lessons and show you what you need to do and you do have to take ownership of your life yes people will do things to you and it doesn't matter how nice you are how beautiful you are how giving and loving because when a man is not connected to God He is not going to treat you right and it has nothing to do with you and so you have to say you know what my happiness is going to come because i created not because of another person and also you have to let toxic people go again the bow and arrow metaphor if i'm standing right in front of you and i have that bow and arrow i can hit you with that 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 arrow but if i'm 200 feet out you're gonna miss me and that's what you have to do You have to get away from toxic people. People who are not trying to grow and evolve. If you're close by, you're going to be a victim of their issues. Pray for them. Ask God to help them. Hope the best. But release them. Let them go. So this is just a little talk from my heart. I want to do so much more with this episode. I pray for your peace. I pray for your healing. I pray that you will discover beauty and joy and let me tell you after the ashes there is beauty and there is joy and every trial and trouble there is treasure in it and you will find it so peace and abundant blessings thank you so much for listening to bad health therapy i'm Sri hardy and until i get back be happy and enjoy take care